You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Ball coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome in to the pump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. Before we get started, we want to thank Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If you're looking for all the different products, they got the decking, the columns, the deck accents, the fence products, the dimensional lumber, deck parts and accessories, whatever you need. Plywood, you can go to yellowwood.com. Uh, you pull up, find a dealer. Just put your information in there, and they'll tell you the closest route to go get the yellow. As you build the five-star backyard, there's only one product to use, and it's pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. As always, you want to get it on the show. Twitter at LockerRoom109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson. One email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at yahoo.com. So you can shoot us an email for anything that you need uh, to ask a question, to complain, to brag, to <clears throat> say you want to do an ad on the show, whatever you want. We're here for you. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. A uh, whole lot to talk about. Uh, last night, Syracuse, South Carolina. Uh, with a former coach gone, who was I think terrific, uh, beat South Carolina State eighty to seventy-seven. Uh, tonight, uh, Kansas City, not the University of Kansas, but Kansas City, plays LSU in basketball on ESPN Plus. Um, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU this week are the top four. Most of you understand that when Michigan and Ohio State play, that one of those will drop out of the top four probably. Tennessee was five and Oregon was six. In one poll, Ole Miss was nine or 11. Another poll, 11. In one poll, Alabama was nine. One coaches are 11 and the other one doesn't really make any difference. So they play each other and that'll be all cleared up. So those are your four there, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. Um. As far as the, I'm not going to try to get on here and explain everything there is to explain to you about the transfer portal because they change it all the time as confusing as it can be, but I will tell you these things so that you'll understand. The transfer portal for football will be from December the 5th and closes on January the 18th. There is a, a set time that you can do that, December the 5th to January the 18th. Uh, unfortunately, as Barry and I have talked about, uh, the national signing date is December the 21st. So it all is thrown in there together as to what you want to do and so forth and so on. There is a spring transfer period. Uh, that transfer period is May 1 through 15. And that's all I'm going to tell you because I, it's going to be changing 15, 20 minutes. Every 15, 20 minutes, I'm tired of talking about it. John Cohen spoke yesterday, uh, did a nice job, uh, said the decision as to who the football coach would, would be his his decision. After visiting with people, it would be his decision. And um, I went to vote yesterday, and, I've, and they had an opportunity to write in 
and I wrote in Sonny Smith's name <laughs> uh, for lieutenant governor. So hmm. uh, Sonny Smith got a vote. You uh, think that's the only said, vote? You think that was the only vote he got? I think he, I probably is the only vote that the boy got, but I, wrote, I haven't told him yet. But he is. I, I wrote his in. They had two choices. I didn't particularly care for the choice. So instead of voting a straight ticket, I went through each one of them, and when I got to that, I voted in Sonny Smith. Hmm. Interesting. I always, and I don't, I don't. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to get political on the show. Uh, I don't know enough about it to get political, but uh, I always hate it, and I equate this to sports. And I don't know if y'all feel this way. So if you if you were on the Republican side, uh, which I think people probably know that uh, Dad and I are, I always hate it when guys like Clay Travis, who have a humongous following, he had the former president, President Trump, on his show yesterday. When they come out like a month prior to it, talk about it's going to be a red tsunami. It's going to because I think they motivate these Democratic people that probably say, you know, uh, we we can't win. I think he motivates them to go vote. Uh, if you just be quiet and stop talking about uh, what a landslide it's going to be for the Republicans, but he, it's almost like in sports, like you talk about, you're going to blow the other team. Now you energize a team that might be dead anyway. I've always, I don't know. Do you ever think about stuff like that, or am I just on? Well, he wanted to show everybody he could get Trump on the show. Well, not That's just Trump on the show. I mean, he had him on yesterday, but I'm saying he's always talking about how, you know, the votes and all, where there's going to be a red tsunami, everything, and then it didn't turn out to be that way. And I always think he's motivating the other base to to get get out there and do what they do. By well, when, it comes to, when it comes to uh, football, he's always on the, on the Tennessee side where the best coach is. He, he, he's always be, he's sure that he's on the side that's being – the most successful and most most popular. All right, now I got a couple questions here, and I have a, a prediction, a bold prediction that I'm going to make, and I want got to make it this week because I'm going to need something to happen this weekend for it to happen. But uh, if you were a coach right now, and you were a hot coach, all right, and people wanted you, when you went in to look at a job. Now, I understand you'd say it's recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And John Cohen did, he said, he, when he named the three things, recruiting was three uh, yesterday, which I said, oh, dad won't like that. Uh, would NIL be before recruiting at this point in college athletics? Would you say, I got to see what your NIL plan is? Because if I don't have the NIL, the recruiting, would, you, would NIL go in front of recruiting now? Well, I think it would go in the conversation very quickly, yes, whether it be front, second, or wherever it is. As the conversation goes along about the opportunity for you to come there as a new coach, the NIL enters into it very big. Um, um, you know, Dean Stallings has come out with the men need to be men now instead of, you know, they'll be tickled, tickled to death for the scholarship that they have, have, have had. That's what Coach Bryant believed in. And uh, so forth and so on. Some good, good, good thoughts there. But anyway, if you if you're going to be the, uh, a candidate for the new coach, as Barry has mentioned, then you need to find out the, what how the collectives are going, and uh, do you have the collectives organized to the point that uh, uh, if they, people are excited about them hiring you, that the collectives will pour in there. Yeah, I mean, if you were. I mean, we keep hearing Lane Kiffin's names. We'll use him. If you're Lane Kiffin, 
would you say I, if you're telling Jimmy, talking to Jimmy Sexer, and hey, send me what they are, they probably will send it in order to be attractive. This is what we already have in this collective uh, right now. There's more pouring in daily. When he becomes, it's going to even be more. When you want to, want to even, and I think Auburn is probably ahead of what Ole Miss and could do there. Uh, I would think probably yeah. pretty far. Uh, would that be, would that be something that Lane Kiffin looks at and just says, "Look, man, when I compare these jobs, the money, I'm gonna get million, few million more over there, but I'm gonna be able to recruit better. They they already got a better NIL plan over. There. I mean, that's got to be what you look at, right? Well, uh, yes. The first thing he does is look at his contract to be sure that he's stable for the, all the money that he gets every bit of the money that they're offering him to be the coach, regardless of how things go. Um, uh, I understand if he gets put him on probation, he loses the money, that kind of stuff. But that's the first thing. And then secondly, he wants to see exactly you know, how well you can recruit. So I ask you, along with this, uh, if Lane Kiff- Kiffin uh, does not take a job, whatever, 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 uh, is this going to be a disappointment for Auburn people. Well, I was I was going to get there. Uh, okay. So NIL, you look at it. I think Auburn has a pretty good plan over there. Now, I'm looking at on ESPN.com. They've got if if it was a 12 team playoff based on the voting yesterday, then yeah. those top four teams would get a buy. You'd have five. They had five SEC teams in the playoff. Uh, so the first round games, which will be on the home side, will be Tulane at Michigan. Tulane is 12, taking on number five, Michigan. Number 11, Ole Miss, goes to number six, Tennessee. Number 10, Clemson, would go to number seven, LSU. And number nine, Alabama, would still be in the playoffs, as much as we're complaining about how bad they are. And they would travel to USC. So yep. those games, I know we kind of – those are kind of some attractive-looking games. So you look well, at it, five teams in the SEC. So here's where I'm going with it. If you're a guy like – like last year when LSU went and got Brian Kelly, I think he came because of the SEC and he knew this was coming. Money. And money. Could Auburn go get a James Franklin? James Franklin at Penn State, he says, you know what? I've done everything I can do here. I can't even get in the top 12 there at Auburn. They're getting five teams in the SEC. Would that be a – is there a guy out there like that that's at a school that's really, really good, but he looks at this Auburn situation, looks at the SEC, looks at the 12-team playoff, and says, you know what? That's that's a better gig than what I got here at Penn State. Could they go get a guy like that is what I'm saying? Well, they could, they, they could certainly – uh, at least interest a guy like James Franklin because he's 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 a he's a good recruiter, and uh, I think he's a pretty good football coach. Some people some people don't like him for so whatever reason, but he he got Vanderbilt on the move and moved up. And um, yeah, you're right. Um, when they go when they start this stuff about uh, the twelve, the four buys. The biggest thing that the problem that you're going to have is where I am seated below that. I sh- I sh- I shouldn't be an eight. I should be a I should be a five. Uh, the the arguments will go forth about where your team is going to be after those top four. If you have a, if you don't have an argument with the top four, um, a couple of them. So 
it's going to be more comp, you know, controversy than ever than we've ever had. And I think twelve is the way to go. I think it's better for everybody, I guess, uh, but it also brings on a lot of questions. Yeah, so uh, you know, Alabama will still be in the playoff as much as we're kicking and screaming in the twelve. Yeah, you want to get in the top eight because at least if you're five through eight, you get a home game uh, there. So. Is there any? I was trying to think. Is there any other coaches out there? Like, nope. Most of the time, the guy that comes out front, the name they're always talking about, Lane. That's usually not the guy that gets the job. It's usually they run somebody to the podium. He said, "Man, I didn't think about that." Is there a guy like that, like a James Franklin, Joe, or Dad, as you can think of? Is that another school like Brian Kelly? He was ready to move on. He could get more money at a better league. Is there any guys out there like that that we're not thinking of that that, that Auburn? Well, I guess after of? a great after a great year at TCU, TCU's coach might be interested. He's had a great year, and uh, the Big Twelve. That they, I'm telling you right now, the Big Twelve's tough. They they I get I get so sick about this SEC thing. The Big Twelve's tougher. This year it is. I think. Yeah. It's booger. It's a booger bear boy. Kansas State's good, and Kansas is good, and Baylor's good, and. <laughs> I mean, they're good all the way down the line. So, yeah. I'm sticking know. with the Big 12 Kansas coach, Lance Leopold, I think might be, might be a good candidate. Yeah, you're, you're right. But yeah. is Lance Leopold, like, you know, he, he's having a great year. But I don't know that I'd go get a guy that's done it one year. Well, he had, he did it prior to that, though. He did it at Buffalo. Yeah. He's been he's been very successful everywhere he has been. Uh, Buffalo, he took them from, the, from nobody to somebody's and, and uh, he's—I read a little thing on him not too long ago. He's—he's he's been very, very successful on every little page he's been on. Yes. All right, we'll take this break. If anybody can think of a guy that uh, somebody could go get, because uh, eventually Alabama will be trying to go get this guy. I don't—I—I I would have a hard time. I'll be honest with you. If I were John Cohen, and I love John Cohen. And the administrator, I would have a hard time pushing a hundred million dollars across the table to Lane Kiffin. I just could. I don't know if I could sleep at night and do that. And for, for what reason? It's because he's so unpredictable. Yep. That's right. And you're going to push a hundred million dollars to that That's guy? Right. I said I'd, I'd have a, a meeting with him. I, I can't be. We can't be here two years and leave. <laughs> I just now he may be a home run. But so, I guess maybe it's the way it ended here. Maybe he's changed. But does push a hundred million to that guy? Well, you think about you think about Lane Kiffin, and also to what whatever percentage likes you or Freeze. There's a certain percentage that like him. I don't know what percentage. Not not high. After that, uh, there is partly disappointment and partly questions. Those two those two factors. Disappointment and questions about the new hire. Yeah, I had a guy just text me what I what I pushed ninety million to Hugh. I don't think he had to pay Hugh Freeze ninety million. He's not getting. He was getting five. He's getting five. five. You could get him for seven right now. Uh, I, who put that hundred million out to start with? Well, I just saying that. If it, I mean, you want to pay the guy ten million. He's gonna want ten million. I don't know about the ten years, but well, that really, is one of the he, one of the problems with uh, Mississippi schools. They can only give you a four year contract. You know, uh, you know the interesting thing about this, Barry. When you come to when you come to uh, Lane Kiffin, you have a guy across the hall that went against him and John Cohen 
and you know the good and bad of this guy. You know the good and bad. He knows the good and bad of you. Okay, let's turn the page to Hugh Freeze. Oh, Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss. John Cohen knows the good and bad of Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze knows the good and bad of, of John Cohen. Whoops. Let's go to Dion. Dion is a minority, uh, a great coach. Uh, Dion knows a lot about John Cohen. John Cohen knows a lot about Dion. So all three of these coaches have had Mississippi, Mississippi connections with a person who's the athletic director there and who will be in charge of hiring a coach. I think it's the uh, people haven't thought about that. I think it's one of the most interesting things that I thought about a little bit last night about how that's going to come down. Well, if I ran any one of these guys to the podium, would you be excited, Joe, if you were an Auburn fan and dad? Dion, Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, James Franklin. If any one of those four stood up on the podium, would you be okay with that? That? Um, I, I guess so. Joe? I guess so. Absolutely, I'd be thrilled. You'd think that would be a... Uh, so could they get one of those? I'm sure they could get one of those four, uh, to say yes. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens as this thing unfolds. There'll be somebody come out of the dark. Uh, if it have to be, it have to be ultra guaranteed money. I mean, the money that the, the, your lawyer and their lawyer and Jimmy Sexton won't be the lawyer, but he'll be saying what he thinks they could do. Um, you know, it has to be guaranteed money. Yeah, if you so you're saying if you don't get Kiffin, it's going to be a drive. If you could get one of those other three, and I don't know what order people would rank those in. If you would, you want no. Who would you, would you would Kiffin be one? Would the problem be? we have Barry is everybody will rank them different. Yeah, you know whoever who is whoever is selected is going to be disappointment. Even Lane Kiffin. It's going to be disappointing. I told you we'd get him. He won't stay no time. That's, that's the kind of talk the other day. Yeah. So regardless of what, uh, of whoever selected, there'll be, there is a percentage of disappointment and you have to, you know, you have to, uh, that person who gets a job, it has to overcome that. Now, Auburn has been down mentally. They've been down with their fans, although they, they showed up for the games. Uh, not Arkansas is not so great, but they, they showed up for the opening games, the Penn State games, in, in big numbers. Uh, but they've been down mentally. There's, been, there's always a lot of talk behind the scenes. You know it, and I know it, and we talk ourselves. So is there somebody who will say, boy, that's a, that's a good fresh start there. That's a good, you know, there'll be a percentage who won't like it. Yeah, well, all we know is if any one of those four get Cadillac, has got to be on the staff. Oh, uh, yeah, he'll be there. Cadillac. Hube two-minute truck at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, and preparation for this smooth moving is stressful enough, so you want to let the professionals handle I've seen these guys at work. They take great care of you and your stuff, which I know is important to you. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professional guys handle you. 205-247-5050. That is... Two men in a truck, movers who care. 
Tide 100.9 traffic. We don't have a 730. Nissan traffic center got a wreck on Domra Benz Boulevard at the 2059 eastbound ramp out at Mercedes and another one on 2059 westbound past exit 86. Trucks off the road just past the covered bridge road exit. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. Alabama remains a firmly entrenched red state as Republican candidates had a big election day. Governor Ivey was projected the winner by Associated Press just 10 minutes after the polls closed. Ivey took 67% of the statewide vote, 62% in Tuscaloosa County. She won Bib, Marengo, Pickens, Lamar, Walker, and Tuscaloosa counties in West Alabama. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Has the pandemic affected your business? Even with more and more customers going online in the past five years, online business has grown greatly due to the pandemic. Now more than ever, it's important to have more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves. To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably cooler today. A good supply of sunshine, Tuscaloosa's high 73. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 52. And tomorrow, we stay dry and mild. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Met a guy named Tony Danny, sending tones of the best kind of love, like a rodeo. He give buck dog. Climb back on, keep jukebox spinning like a country song. Rolling in Missoula, where nobody knew but a brand new girl. Inside the locker room, yellow with pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, we'll bring Tom in the show. Good morning, Tom. Morning, babe. Morning. How are y'all? Good. We're okay. Oh, $100 million. I tell you what, you can you can you can bury a lot of hatchets with a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Would you, and, uh, would you would you but, feel comfortable? My, 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 would you feel comfortable pushing a hundred million of your dollars to Lane Kiffin to turn around your football program? Well, if, uh, you're asking me to put myself in John Cohen's place, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna call Greg Byrne. He's my good friend. And He's I'm the Alabama say, hey, AD. He's not going to give you he, – he can't – go ahead. Oh, you think their friendship's over? No, I don't think their friendship's over. I don't think they can talk about those types of things. Oh, you don't? Uh, 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 the size Do of these buyouts and, and the salaries of these coaches and you can't talk to somebody about background, uh, I, I disagree with that. 
your arch rivals, AD, you can talk to him about, about it? Oh, I think that goes on between Alabama and Auburn more than anybody. All right, to. all right. What, what are you asking Greg Byrne then, if you're John Cohen? I say, uh, Greg, uh, I think one of the candidates going to be Lane Kiffin. What do you think? And he's going to go one way or the other, you know, good hire or whatever. But uh, you don't yeah, – you know, that's one of your questions. Your question is, did Coach Saban pick up the phone and call such and such about a team he's going to play uh, to somebody's already played, right? You always ask yeah, but that I don't. But that's not the same as uh, I mean, Alabama and Auburn are they're That's your biggest rival. Like these people hate each other. That that's who you're oh, going really? to be recruiting against on a daily basis. Hopefully, you're not right now. So I don't. Well, see, I I, I disagree with the hate factor. Now I think there's a lot of talk among fans. Okay. You even said that yourself. There, there's more talk of hate among fans than it is. I always. Uh, Alabama and Auburn was always interested in me. I watched the players after the game. And, you know, it's 100% sportsmanship between those two, uh, between the players of both of those teams. And and I, I think there's more camaraderie than, than, than you're giving credit. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, that he would make that call, and I think uh, uh, Greg Byrne would be honest about it. Hmm. Dad, you believe that? Well, when I coached it, uh for on my end, because of what had happened uh, when I was assistant coach, there was hatred for me. Yeah, I mean, I got my basketball team ready to play Auburn uh, harder than anything I ever did in my life. Every game, I did I win every game. No, but I won. But a you bunch didn't of hate them. Coach Smith. No, but he didn't. But he, he wouldn't call. He, he wouldn't call Coach Smith and say, you know what? There's this guy down there in Huntsville. We can't decide oh, yeah. about him. Do y'all think he's good enough? What do y'all think? Uh, they wouldn't have that conversation. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I don't. Th- I do think they're friends. I don't think that's ever going to change. But I don't think they're going to call each other about my, who they should hire. But my main, my main question today for y'all is this: I'm John Cohen. Okay, I'm gonna put myself back in his place. And don't I don't I look at uh, maybe a list of people that are already interested or maybe threw their hat in the ring of, of showing interest of wanting the job. Don't I evaluate them? And then if there's nobody in there that uh, particularly grabs my attention, then you're going to pay more if you pursue. You're not going to pay as much if you're sitting back and they're coming to you, right or wrong. Yeah. Uh, would you go Would you go out on a limb uh, if you were John Cohen and hire an assistant coach at either Georgia or Alabama or somebody like that, I just use those two names. LSU, whatever. They interviewed Kirby. They interviewed you, Kirby. I believe that they would have hired him had he shown any interest. Yeah. He blew it when he asked him about the yeah. NCAA investigation in the well, camp. My question to you is: At this point in time, would would, uh, would that put would that put uh, that, there's an uncertainty there when you hire an assistant coach, as I can tell you for sure. Uh, oh yeah, there's, yeah. There's a big time uncertainty about you know why did you hire? Well, this guy? you know what, what what hadn't you always told us that that uh, that four feet from the assistant to where the head coach is sitting yeah. is a long yeah. way you to go. Got, yeah, you remember a lot of things, don't you? Yeah, yeah that, uh, that's right. Uh, when you sit in that you seat, if you said it, I remember. Time. Well, you go, you go from, you go from, you go from, uh, from uh, suggestions to 
to answers. <laughs> Tom, I think your, your other question, I think you have to be careful pursuing – like Auburn's got to hire somebody that's doing well right now. They can't go get somebody that's – you know, they can't go get Scott Frost and be – so Scott Frost is going to pursue the job. But anybody that's doing really, really well, Lane Kiff is not going to start pursuing Auburn. Auburn's going to have to pursue him – because well, he's got leverage. Yeah, he does. It, but if you're in a school like where you say, you know what, I'm going to go interview at Auburn. Some of those people look at him and say, well, you better get it because you, if you don't get it, you're not going to be, you're not happy here. And they turn their nose up at you. Uh, well, what's the you role get... of an agent? I mean, don't you call your agent and say, hey, I'm interested in that job. Won't you put your feelers out? It, it, it's not the coach that ever does that. That. That's why they stand up there and go, I'm not interested in that job and because they, they, they're they not pursuing it, but they're really interested in it. Yeah, would you look at a guy like Hugh Freeze and say, you know, he's getting five. I don't. I won't have to pay him ten. I can get him for 7.5, and if he comes in here and does really well, we can move him to ten, but we have a little bit of area to move there. I don't think you have to pay Hugh Freeze as much as you have to pay Lane Kiff on the initial contract. Probably true there. I agree with that. But I, the I, number came out. Why did the number come out like that? Like why? Why we talked about that number of hundred million? I, I don't. I didn't. Well, wow. well it's based on. Uh, I don't even know who we had on the show yesterday. But if you if you're telling Auburn you want this guy to go in there and compete with Alabama and Georgia, then that guy's gonna say, "Well, you got to pay me like those guys. Like you don't have to give me right at it, but no, I got to be just right no, under." Wrong him. answer. Wrong answer. You got to play the players. Like you want me to compete with them. And them. And them. Hey, see you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, here's my bold prediction, Joe. You don't have to write this down. I think that at the end of the regular season, and it's going to be a big story, Joe, a big story, Jimbo Fisher is going to put – Nick Saban in the SEC championship game. After all the bad things that he said about him, I'm predicting right now, Dad, Arkansas knocks off LSU. Now, Alabama, you got to go do your part now. You got to go beat Ole Miss. Then the last game of the season, LSU has to travel to Texas A&M to win the last game of the year to make it to Atlanta Jimbo Fisher coaching. He probably doesn't like LSU. They they have enough talent over there if they were to get up and play. And we said that when they came to Alabama. They have enough talent, and obviously they had a throw in the end zone to beat Alabama. I think Jimbo knocks off LSU and sends Alabama to Atlanta. Would that be well, a – It's all based on – where you are mentally and the mental part comes to, to, as to whether um, you take first things first. You don't go. You don't jump all the way there. You take first things first, and first things first is Arkansas. Yeah, well, if that doesn't happen. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Joe, how far fetched is that that Jimbo could help Nick Saban at the last regular season of the game? You know, there'll be all eyes on it. Texas right after Thanksgiving. Everybody's. Home, great atmosphere. LSU's got a roll. That'd be tough. LSU's got – it's going to be tough to get that last win to get to Atlanta. How far-fetched? I don't think it's that far-fetched. Giggle, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Would that be a story? Of course.
course, it'd be a great story. I love it. Yeah, uh, but now Alabama, you could not go over to Ole Miss and lose. Now, if you do that, then my 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 theory's over. So, anyway, anybody else think that's a possibility? Let me know. All right, no guests today. The first hour we do have Bill Cameron. The second hour we'd love to have your phone calls. 205-342-9904. Take this break. Let's tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide sports update. The Alabama women's basketball team opened the season in convincing fashion on Monday. The freshman class showed out in the Alabama men's basketball season opener. Former Crimson Tide standout and current New York Giant Xavier McKinney is going to miss a few weeks due to an ATV accident. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, got a wreck on Donmore Benz Boulevard at the 2059 eastbound ramp out at Mercedes, and another one on 2059 westbound past exit 86. Trucks off the road just past the covered bridge road exit. Towns of Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. This year marks the 75th anniversary of Toys for Tots, delivering hope to less fortunate. With a low at 52, tomorrow we stay dry and mild. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Hadn't had a good time since you know when. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com. Go to Outdoor Living. They got the inspirational galleries, the backyard building tips. You can download the ebook. They'll walk you right through the process of building this five star backyard. And when you build it, use Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Uh, Dad, I just sent you a tweet that Lane Kiffin put out, and he has the book that John Talty, who we had on the show, of Nick Saban, and it's sitting on a sheet of paper that Lane had when he was, I guess, you know, you have stuff you make notes on. It's Alabama letterhead up there, and it doesn't show you what it says under the book, but it says Alabama 2022 defensive call sheet. Like that's all. That's that's the tweet. It just has the book, and it's sitting on the twenty 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 two defensive call sheet. Uh, Joe, how did he get this letter? Did this <laughs> this deal here? This defensive twenty twenty two. Obviously, that's this year. Uh, he pa- he paid Pete Golding for it. So so he's he bribed somebody. I guess he's trying to be cute, Dad. He, 
and that, that's kind of part of my problem. He's probably sitting there thinking, man, I'm going to tweet this out. These people, oh, sure. go, these people are going to go crazy over this. Well, they're, 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 there's some, there's some of the defensive call sheets are the same, but he, you're exactly right. He, he's, he's wanting to everybody to think how cute he is, how smart he is. And if the Auburn people like that, they're thinking, Whoa, boy, I'll tell you one thing, he knows a lot about Alabama. I'll tell you one thing, we, we sure hope John hires him. Uh, those kinds of things enter into it. Now, whether he would take the job, you know, there's there's always a possibility that he wants to stay at Ole Miss, but he wants more money there. Yeah. There's a possibility. Nobody ever talks about that. Uh, you know, he might, if he's getting six, seven, whatever he's getting, you know, we're raising, we can, we can call John Smith at, uh, at in Memphis, the, the guy that has the, all the airplanes and all, we can get we can get them being out of him in five minutes. So uh, we may not have that many boosters. We a couple we got got coins. Now, so. Joe, you, you sometimes you, you talk about uh, like when you have a coach at your school, uh, Dad and Joe, and he, like Anthony Grant. You have Anthony Grant here, and he wasn't successful, and he played slow. And he wouldn't get out and see the boosters. Your next hire, you go get the exact opposite. Do you want a guy that's gonna play fast? A guy that's gonna—I don't mean that like Bruce yeah. Pearl, but it's gonna go see the boosters. Don't mind yeah. speaking. You go hire exact opposite. Yeah. Lane Kiffin is the exact opposite of Nick Saban. Nick Saban's not even on Twitter. He wouldn't be sitting there thinking, "Man, I'm gonna—I'm gonna play around with the people today. I'm gonna tweet this." So should Auburn thinking along those lines? We're gonna go hire the exact opposite of what Nick Saban is up there. Yeah. It, they don't have fun up there. It's dry. It, they're losing it. Let's go get something. Because that's what you're getting if you get him. It's completely different than what you have in Tuscaloosa. Well, I, I think there's 50% of the people I won't make it any higher than that. There's 50% of the people think they're going to get Lane Kiffin and want them to get Lane Kiffin. So there's 50% of the people who will be disappointed if they don't. Um. So it, you know it's going to set in there. There's ten uh, percent that would be disappointed if they, he doesn't get Hugh Freeze. And so it's it's uh, uh, and if he goes the way you say that that's possible to go, and you could, if he goes to if he goes to Penn State and gets somebody like that, not necessarily him. They're saying, wow. I never thought he'd get out of that. Yeah, I didn't even think What's of it? that. I didn't even yeah. think of that. No, that's right. That's right. Well, if you guys were a hot coach, I don't know if James Franklin's a hot coach. He may not be a hot And they may be tired. Well, not maybe. necessarily him. But I'm saying if you were a coach like him, and maybe they may be tired of him there, would this 12-team this playoff factor into what conference you wanted to get to? Uh, if you got right now, you'd have five teams in the twelve-team playoff. Man, if I get over to the SEC, I got a pretty darn good chance of getting in that playoff. If I'm over here in the the Big Twelve or the Big Ten, we're only going to get one, maybe two. I hadn't even counted how many Big Ten teams are in it. Would that factor in as whether you wanted to? Make well, it but the, the but the expectations are that I get there every year, and every year I don't get there. I'm a I'm a dud, and they're going to get me. <laughs> So, you know, yes, the expectation is to get there, but uh, let's be darn sure that we get there because everybody else is trying to build their program as well except a couple of teams in the 14-team in the league. So um, there is some rumors that there will be some movement um, when the season is over with into these leagues, the Ohio, the 
you know, there's a lot of talk that the Oregon and Washington's are going to the Big Ten. There's some talk that Clemson is going to eat. I don't see why Clemson won't leave. They're the you know, bell cow of that league. I, I would think they wouldn't. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be some going to be some thoughts there about change. So it, it'll be it, it's going to be interesting. So it's just going to be it's going to be disappointment in some percentage of, of whoever they hired Auburn. Um, you guys, when I look at the college football playoff rankings that came out last night, if I'm Tennessee, I am happy as I can be. They put me at five. You got Michigan and Ohio State got to play, so that's going to be an elimination game. You got TCU. I'm sitting there at five, and I've got to play uh, Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. So if I could just beat those three teams – Watch Ohio State and Michigan knock each knock each other off. I'm in the playoff. I think Tennessee's in the playoff. I mean, they're going and if they don't beat uh, Missouri, South Carolina, or Vandy, they don't deserve to be. Tennessee's going to get in this playoff based on the schedule they have there, and them putting them five last night. In my opinion, yeah. uh, you do you disagree? No, I don't. I agree. Yeah, I think I think right now. Uh, the only thing, you know, if they go, you know, they go to Missouri and they win twenty-one to twenty, and uh, then they go over to where else they're going, and and they, you know, win twenty-one to fourteen. Um, Balls are back. Yeah, they're back, but they're not all the way back. <laughs> Let's see where those games are. Uh, they got Missouri at home this weekend. Then they're at South Carolina at Vanderbilt. Now the only. I mean, I guess Missouri could play them tough, but they ain't gonna beat them at South Carolina. Can South Carolina knock off Tennessee? Uh, no. Vanderbilt? No. Uh, no. Joe, Tennessee's getting in the playoff. Balls are back. Right there, they're in it, baby. Aren't they? Yeah, we're gonna have a five-team playoff at this point. So if you're if they get in the playoff, if they're gonna eke in. Do you put well, it's them, over. Do you put them four, and they're going to have to play Georgia in the first round? You know, the, 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 winner of, the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, so that puts Ohio State in there, so that's, it's Georgia. And uh, I guess TCU stays in there. And there. TCU probably loses this weekend. Uh, no. huh? Isn't Alabama going to be in the playoff because your boy Jimbo Fisher is going to get us in the SEC championship? Well, we got a five, we got that's a five question, team playoff. Though. Let's say Alabama did get there or LSU. Alabama gets a bye. Joe, Dad, <laughs> Alabama or LSU get to the playoff, but get to the SEC championship game, and they win it. Do they deserve to go? Are they going to go? Yeah. LSU, LSU or Alabama. Let's say LSU loses those two games, and Alabama gets to Atlanta. You talk about people having it up, and they knock anybody. Off that, anybody that anybody that beats Georgia gets to go, don't they? Joe, if you win the SEC championship, are you going? So You're if LSU. So if LSU wins the SEC championship, they're going. They're in. If Alabama wins it because LSU can't win at Arkansas and at uh, Texas A&M, you're telling me Alabama's going to playoff if they beat Georgia in they're Atlanta. They're in, baby. They're in. I don't believe that. Win the SEC championship, that's an automatic qualifier. You think? It should be. People would go nuts. And it should eliminate anybody else. Is there any scenario that that – well, there is a scenario that can happen. If my deal happens that I say that Jimbo knocks him off after Arkansas beats him, uh, 
I don't Georgia know. Georgia gets left out and Tennessee goes. Yeah, I don't. They, no, Georgia's not going to fall from one to out. They're going to fall from one to three uh, there. I don't know. So you're going to have Alabama at four, uh, t- Georgia at two, and Tennessee at three, and Ohio State at one. You're going to have a stink. You're going to have a stink. Yeah. If that happens, you're going to have a stink. It won't happen. <laughs> Probably not, but I hope it does. I hope LSU or, or – I don't think I don't know if either one of those teams can beat Georgia though. Uh, but Georgia's number one. What happened to them last year? They're not really playing for anything. They know they're in the playoff. Uh, isn't it isn't it nice to have done such a great job recruiting? You didn't need anybody from transfer portal, and you lose all those offensive defensive linemen and still do what you've done. That's, yeah. that's pretty. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> Well, I'm the only one giving bold predictions today, Joe. You usually have some bold predictions. Uh, are that crazy? I tell you one thing: you try to find you a little blue plate for this for tomorrow. Uh, you, you're a booger bear. Are a you booger working, bear? Are you working on it? I worked on it, and I think I found one. Uh oh, uh oh. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and take this break. Alabama won. Guys, open up the phone lines. In my scenario, if Alabama won the SEC championship, should they go? Heck yeah. I don't know about all that. I don't think they should go. Alabama won. <laughs> looking for vehicle loan, the mortgage, uh, the credit cards, whatever you need. The people out there that make it great. Uh, if you'll swing by any of the local branches, you start right there on the website. Uh, Alabama One takes great care of me. Let them do the same for you. Go to www.alabamaone.org. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 westbound past exit 86 with minor delays. University Boulevard heavy between Alabama 216 and Crescent Ridge Road and 69 southbound congested at Union Chapel. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9. Along with Spiller Furniture and Townsend Nissan want to see your Halloween spirit and lights. Neighborhoods are shining bright this Christmas. If you've lit up your house in any way, we want to see it and share it with the rest of Alabama. All submissions will be qualified to win $1,000. When your house is lit up, just go outside, snap a pic, and send it to us through our free app. Everybody come out quick! Let's light up West Alabama this Christmas. Sponsored also by Hudson Pool Fine Jewelers and Townsend Honda. When choosing a wireless provider, you're forced to compromise. But what if you didn't have to? What if you could get reliable service without a contract and save money? Introducing toll. Welcome back to I like this song. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. Yellow with pressure, Judy Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Dad, I hadn't told you this, but I'm down right now, and it's Joe's fault and your fault. Monday, he sent out the picks for this week. And I went down there and I clicked on it and said, I don't even remember how I did last week, and I clicked it. I didn't do so well. And you have closed the gap. And we are tied. <laughs> Joe, I can't believe Joe hadn't. 
even bragged about it. Well, you and I are tied now. You made up. Two, well, I had a two-game lead on him, right? And so I've fallen into – I think we're tied for second, right, behind Kerry Clark. So we are tied. So I'm going to have to do a little bit more studying this week. I, I shouldn't have told you that till Friday, but I want to get you a little overconfident now. So, so I, I picked him. I picked him upset. I had a bad week. And I picked uh, Notre Dame, but I don't know. I need to go back and look at my sheet. I must – I think you may be cheating, Joe. Yeah, I think I think Skyler Joe's cheating. Skyler had a grade on Monday. Skyler, did you, were you extra careful? Yes. You, you double, triple checked everybody's pick. Oh, so Skyler did it. I I had Skyler do it. Tell her I need to know next time she's going to do the grade. I need to talk to her before she grades. Okay, uh, all right, all right, good. all right. Let's look at the games this weekend. Uh, we talked enough about Lane Kiffin, y'all. Oh. All right, Missouri Dad is going to Tennessee. Uh, 11 o'clock kick, Tennessee was humbled uh, this weekend. The line is 20 and a half. Missouri, you know, they, they very well could have beat Georgia. I think they're better than people think. Yeah, they're two and they four. Are. They're two and four. Could, Ella, could there's any way Tennessee get caught sleeping on this particular game? Uh, here yeah, they could, they could get caught sleeping and, and uh, not make the line. I don't think I don't think they get caught sleeping to the point that Missouri beats them, but I think they could get get you know caught sleeping because the line. They all you know their fans are disappointed. And they're disappointed. The crowd won't be as hostile as it has been because they're not playing anybody. They th- they think it's going to be a walk away. So it it can be a mental game where you you know you I think they win, but I don't maybe they win by twenty one. Maybe they show the world how. That they're still good. I don't know. All right. The uh, other, this, I'm surprised it's an 11 o'clock game. I guess they did it two weeks ago. They weren't expecting LSU to knock off Alabama. How many days do you think the LSU players partied after Saturday? Did they party into how far, how long did they go <laughs> with this Alabama win? Could they get caught? You know, that Alabama win, they were so excited they can't get their mind ready for this Arkansas team. The line is three. Uh, I think the excitement comes, uh, the real excitement comes at Arkansas. I think Arkansas has a very good talking point with their team who has been disappointed and mm-hmm. disappointed about their liberty. I think the excitement comes with the assistant coaches, the head coach, the fans, uh, the hype they can get from everybody. Uh for Arkansas, how excited will they be to be the, be the team that they think? You know, I'm going to say to you, hey, we're playing a team that's going to represent uh, represent the SEC in Atlanta, out of our division. We need to, you know, and they, and they say, you know, they say that we can't beat them, and so that kind of stuff. All right, who wins this game, LSU Arkansas? I think, I think, I think, um, I think Arkansas has a chance. I do too. I'm pulling for Arkansas. Woo pig. I'm going to pull for them hard. <laughs> Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Uh, now you start getting to these type of games. Kentucky six and three. They're playing for a better bowl. Vanderbilt has, does not have a SEC win. Uh, now is when it's really tough to be a coach. Uh, you know, you're really going nowhere. Uh, the message is going in one ear and out the other. 
Uh, yep. It's another 11 o'clock kick. Kentucky is an 18-point favorite against Vanderbilt. They're yawning about Vanderbilt coming in. Nobody's yep. excited. What happens here? Uh, neither team's excited. Kentucky is uh, – they're worried about Kentucky being overconfident, and, and Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt. And Kentucky coaches are concerned that, uh, you know, we can't just – we can't throw that blue helmet out there on the field and expect to win. I know a quarterback's been hurt. So I, I would say I would say the concern is on Kentucky's side to not let somebody, you know, you, you'll have your – I hate to say it, but you'll have your season ruined if Vanderbilt beat you. And then we got other games. We don't have time to get to all of them. South Carolina at Florida. Oh, yeah. uh, they're both playing for a – South Carolina's bowl eligible. They're already going bowling. Florida's got to get them one more win to go bowling. Florida's a eight-point favorite against the Gamecocks. Yeah. Any yeah. thoughts there? No, not really. Here's the line. Uh, Georgia, it looks like a juggernaut going to Mississippi State. The line's only 16 and a half. You would think Georgia may be a bigger favorite uh, there. Why is that line only 16 and a half, as good as Georgia's defense is? I don't know whether they think Georgia won't be ready to play or not. Um, I, I would say I'm – I'm a little bit surprised at that line. Maybe a little bit. I, I, I would think it would be 21 and a half. But, uh, and the last one, Texas A&M goes to Auburn. Auburn's all excited. They had an emotional week. I think Texas A&M beats Auburn. Auburn's favored in this game uh, by two. Mm-hmm. Will Cadillac ride the Cadillac out of the stadium with a victory? On Saturday night. Well, I don't know that I don't know if they didn't play fairly hard for Harson. I thought they played fairly hard, or even for him and the losses in, in this disgruntled situation ahead down there. And then they played hard. They played for hard for for Cadillac, uh, but they were more comfortable with Cadillac, you know, being the head coach. Although he didn't call the plays, he just let the guy kick three field goals. And, I missed one, which was good. Um, I would say Auburn wins this one. Wow. Auburn's depleted. Yeah. And that was an emotional, I don't know. If I were betting that, I'd probably stay away from that game. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and take You think John Cohen will go to that game? Uh yeah, he's already said he's going to be at that game. He's going to be his first. Yeah, why wouldn't he go to that game? Home game. Auburn. I didn't know. I he mean, was at the back. St. Georgia. Huh? No, it's Texas A&M at Auburn. I know that Mississippi oh. State's playing Georgia. For well, you think he's going to be at the Mississippi State Georgia game? I mean, he might go to both places. Say so he's there cleaning out his house. <laughs> well, and you're John <laughs> Cohen. I got me to call old John. We need to get him on the show. Tell John when he get him I asleep. texted with him last night, uh, night before last, and told him he did, he did a good job at the press conference. He texted me back. He appreciated it. I don't want to bother him right All now. All right. Uh, I'll bother him. All right. Uh, that's it for this uh, 7 o'clock hour. I think pressure treated by him. Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Dial us up, 205-342-9904. Bill Cameron will join us at 815. You're just a tie 100.9 NC home of Alabama Sports.
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. we got a wreck on 2059 westbound past exit 86 with minor delays. University Boulevard heavy between Alabama 216 and Crescent Ridge Road and 69 southbound congested at Union Chapel. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Why wait to save? Dell Technologies Black Friday event arrives early with select deals on top tech to power business productivity. The savings start now with up to 48. Touchdown Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Kniffer, he's my Allstate Insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours. I at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Norport. Give him a call today. Whether you're looking for home, life, auto, don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. He will take great care of you. 205-722-9201. Have the local guy in Andrew. He knows the area inside and out, but the backing of Allstate Insurance 205-722-9201. All right, our Twitter account for our show is at Locker Room 109, Joe. And whoever runs this Twitter account, Dad, on Saturday night tweeted out, stop blaming coordinators and realize Bama's talent level is down this year. And people did not like that tweet. Uh, here's some of the responses I want you to tell me. Is the fans right? It says, if the problem is talent, that's recruiting and development on, is on the coaches. The talent is not the issue. Would Kiffin or Sark call these plays in the red zone? These downs were do or die. Has Bill O'Brien developed backup quarterback? Bryce has to play hurt. Lots of issues with the offensive coordinator. That was from Living Crimson is living crimson. Collect correct. Could Kiffin and Sark, even with the lack of receivers that they have, would their plays be better in the red zone than what Bill O'Brien's is, Dad? Well, Kiffin and Sark had better, uh, 10 times better receivers, so I, I wouldn't buy that. No. Yes, that, that's my point. I'm saying that the talent is not, he says, it's not, it's not, it's, it's Bob P. Well, the wideouts, the wideouts are, no doubt, the wideouts are. Many many steps below um, what they've had, so there's no not not any no not even any argument. And here is where people are disillusioned. Bama Smack, uh, who are, if you don't put your name up there, Bama Smack, you got 24 followers. He says, or <laughs> she, she says, or whoever says. And Joe, I want you to respond to this one. This one makes me laugh. We are literally number one. In overall team talent, he says that they had the most talent. Has <laughs> he been watching the team? The most talent, including Heisman winning QB, that's true, and a first round edge trusher, rusher, 
He is a first rounder, but he's had a average year by him. Get the GTFOH. I'll let you know what that stands for. Fire these coordinators today. It's criminal how much talent they are wasting. Joe, what am I missing? I'm not seeing all this talent that Bama Smack is talking about. Well, he's probably talking about uh, to, to compo- composite ratings when you look at you know recruiting classes put together, this, that, and the other. Um, but no, I mean, I think Alabama's definitely talented. But the number, he says, the number one in overall team talent, the number one. Does Alabama have the best talent in the country? Uh, I think they're. They got better talent in Georgia. Oh no. They got better talent than no. Tennessee. Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. Uh, the next DMH, whoever that is, says this is going to be the dumbest take I've read all night. Five-star class after five-star class that haven't been coached and are struggling to play under the stupidest, most ineffective play calling. It's 100% crap coaching. If a guy has a five-star on his does that mean he's a great player? Are you just or did, could the people rating these guys maybe a missed? Maybe it was the COVID year they did. These guys when they get to Alabama, those stars fall off. So do people are people disillusioned there because of what the star They're was? Just the disillusioned about everything, you know. Whatever whatever job they do, uh, uh, they they be lucky to try to do what they do. Much less try to tell somebody that they have no idea what they are doing. What the defense calls, uh, what what the play stuff should be. So I don't, I don't read really listening to that crap. You think I Alabama's think the only school going out there and getting these five stars who are end up being busts? Well, I I don't. The guys that they've had in the past have been very very good. This I just think the talent level on this team, whether it be the transfer portal, they lost some depth. The Drew Sanders and those guys left. Uh, the guys that went to Texas, they were maybe misses in recruiting. Unfortunately, the guys behind them haven't been, you know, what you're used to playing with. I'm sure they're they're good football players, but I mean, when you look on Sunday, you see Waddle and Devontae Smith and Jerry Judy and all these guys that you've been playing with in the past. Uh, well, they're not they're not that level. Uh, that's no. what you've been playing with. So to say that we yeah. had the overall number one talent in the country based off a guy being a five-star in high school. What these guys know about football, you could put in a thimble and still put your thumb in there. I don't equate that, uh, Joe. Do you? That's the number one overall. That team out there practicing out at university, that's the number one overall talent to team, and it's all coaching. I mean, it, it, I think it's got, coaching's a big part of it. Sure. Do you think it's more likely that the coaching's been subpar or that the talent's not? Playing is the important part of the coaching. You can help them. You can certainly help them by coaching. There's no doubt about it. But they have to have, you know, they have to be able to play. There's no doubt about it. So I mean, has the coaching been great? But I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that if Sart were calling those plays, those receivers would automatically start getting open, the ones on this team? Well, I think so. the concepts would be different. Yes. Okay. So my here's my question to you: Is when you say that, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just this is for radio talk. Nick Saban says when you come here, you're gonna run the Alabama offense, 
Isn't it the same offense? You're going to run the out. We're not going to let you come in here and bring your offense. You're going to run Alabama's offense. And it's the same yeah. offense yeah. that uh, Jamison Williams and Mechie and them guys were running wide open last year. The offensive, the offensive techniques, the offensive schedule, the offensive plays are in a room with the offensive coordinators and Nick Saban from time to time. And it, it is Nick Saban goes over, they go over their personnel. They know what to do from the head coach all the way through. The offensive coordinators are discussing with Nick. They discuss it with the offensive line coach, with the, with the backfield coach, with the wideout coach. All these guys who make up the offensive staff are in in there, and then coach goes when the defensive staff comes in there. Then they sit down with him, and they've all looked at film, and they discuss uh, what they need to do better, what, what direction they need to go with their defense. It's not that Nick Saban shuts the door to everybody and doesn't go in there and pay any attention to what anybody's doing. If he wants to change the play, he changes it on the headset. On the headset. He knows what they are running, guys. He knows what they're running, and time from time to time he has changed it. But when he doesn't change it, then he's satisfied with it. Yeah, and Joe, if I were going to run a play and you, and you put Jamison Williams out there and you put any one of these receivers that are there now. Well, be totally different. Jamison Williams has got a, well. a much better chance of getting open than any of those other guys over there now. Sure. I mean, you would agree. That's a talent. Sure. I mean, a guy's sure. got better speed and probably runs better routes, and he's just a better player, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. So, Mechie the same way. So, these guys, I don't think they're running different plays. No. I think they're running the same plays, but those plays don't work as good when the players aren't as good. Uh, that was my right. point. Now, does Bill O'Brien – does he relate to a college kid? Is he really helping develop them, or is he used to pro guy that's already, you know, kind of a mature guy that's already that's his job? I want to argue. Well, they that didn't like they didn't like the guy with the Giants, and he was strictly pro, and he, he was recommended by Bill Belichick and did an excellent job. I thought. Yeah, I didn't like him. Didn't like anybody. Yeah, I'm just saying the talent level is not what it's been. Now, that can go back to coaching. That goes back to recruiting. Like, you missed too many in recruiting, and maybe you say it goes back to development. Uh, but the, the players, these guys are not as good as Mechie and J-Mo. They're just not. So they're not going to get open as much. Royal Cleaners, pick up and delivery. I don't know if that makes sense. Pick up and delivery. They want to make life easy for you. Take the laundry right there to work. Take it with you. Uh, to wherever you're going, they'll come pick it right up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. Just dial this number, 205-391-0034. Uh, starting to turn cold this weekend, so you need to get some of the stuff out and you need to get it clean. They can handle that for you. Drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. Royal Cleaners and My Cleaners, let them become yours. 205 391 Zero zero three four. Bill Cameron is next. Listen to Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama sports? Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. The outcome of Alabama's elections yesterday revealed no real surprises. The GOP retains control of state government. Incumbents in both Republican and Democratic parties won on all levels. Governor Kay Ivey completed the term of Tuscaloosa's Robert Bentley when he was forced to resign. Now she has won her second straight gubernatorial election, promising the same thing she always has, making Alabama better. Republican Katie Britt becomes the first female Alabama 
my U.S. Senator. I'm Don Hartley. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 westbound past days at 86 with minor delays. University Boulevard heavy between Alabama 216 and Crescent Ridge Road and 69 southbound congested at Union Chapel. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably cooler today. A good supply of sunshine, Tuscaloosa's high 73. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 52. And tomorrow, we stay dry and mild. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, we get right to the Alabama One Hotline. He's the ESPN 106.7, the drive down in Auburn, Opelika. Bill Cameron. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, Bill. <coughs> morning. Hey, well, hey, guys. How are y'all? We're good. Oh, how are we you? We're doing okay. Uh, John Cohen um, made his presentation yesterday, and I thought did a nice job. Did a good job. He's, he's a nice guy. Uh, is there going to be... Um, a, har- a large percentage of Auburn supporters who will be disappointed if the selection is not Lane Kiffin. Um, I would say there will be a signif- There would be a significant portion. I don't know if it'd be large, more than half, but uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of folks would would like to see Lane as the next coach, but I don't know that it's unanimous that that he's at the top of the list. I'll say this. Um, that I, I think it's I think a large portion of the Auburn fan base would be a little disappointed if it's not a sort of a splash hire in in one way or another. Uh, who, who, who can splash? I'd say I'd say Lane, Hugh, or Dion, or all be would all be splashes of some type. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, you know, LSU went and got yeah Brian Kelly. You know mm-hmm. he they. Notre Dame couldn't really pay him what he wanted. I think people look at this 12-team playoff, too, and say, man, SEC, uh, if it were to play today, they'd have five teams in the playoff. 
Could there be an out-of-the-box guy that we're not thinking of? Usually the guy that comes out first and not the guy that, that goes. You're right. How about a guy like James Franklin? If he if he looked at Auburn and said, man, uh, they got a ton of support down there. They got a lot of NIL money. I've done about all I can do here at Penn State. It, it's a difficult deal there. Would that guy, would that be a candidate that the Auburn people would get on board with? And I'm just, this is me making this up now, but I'm just trying to think of guys that are, Really, really good coaches uh, that may say, you know what, to get to the SEC, when that thing gets to be a 12-team playoff, I got a much better chance of getting in this thing. Yeah, although he's in the Big Ten, which has got a pretty good, which has got a pretty good shot. It's the SEC in the Big Ten right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would definitely be a name. There's no question. Um, I, I wonder if uh, I thought back when it didn't look as when there wasn't as much difference between. The, you didn't perceive the difference. You thought maybe the Pac-12 uh, uh, or, you know, you'd get some combinations of four super conferences. When we were talking about that, I had the feeling that maybe James Franklin would would, would head out west. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, I guess that, that could be something like that could be a possibility. I sure wouldn't rule it out because I don't think anyone has been able to get that list from John Cohen. It's just been speculation. I did see, I did see yesterday, he wasn't just holding a blank sheet of paper when he was talking about 58 characteristics and criteria. That sheet had an awful lot typed on it in small type, but he wouldn't open it up. I, I was, I would have been fine if he'd gone down the whole list of 58 yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think the one thing he has done in the past, though, he has in football, um, not, he has hired two coaches off the wall. <laughs> he has, but I think we don't have to go ahead and admit that we're going. To yeah, hire but that's him. but that's about all Mississippi State can get, right? They can't. Uh, and, and, go, and, and, yeah. and that's right, Barry. That's he pretty much said the same thing when he was asked uh, when he was asked about that having hired two coaches. He said, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said the fit and the what's the other word? He said, he said um, the fit and the the qualifications and basically who you can get at Mississippi State isn't necessarily the same as at Auburn, and he's exactly right about that. Uh, Bill, when you look at jobs now, and if you look at this Auburn job, you know, normally in the old days, I call it old days now, we want to go see their facilities, have nice facilities, uh, where is it located? Uh, if I draw a, uh, a circle around a five-mile rate, I mean, a five-hour radius, and get in my car and recruit, what other recruits there? But does NIL go into the front of the list now? Uh, if I'm any one of these coaches, Hugh Freeze or Dion or Lane or whatever, I want to say, hey, what is our NIL situation there? It's got. To, I mean, does that number one now? Is that does that trump everything at this time? I don't know if it trumps everything, but if it is not significant, you're at a big, big disadvantage. And and we had the uh, the executive director of of Auburn's um, NIL on to victory, Brett Whiteside, who had worked. He had worked with Tommy Tuberville, Gene Chizik. And Gus, throughout his entire time, he had been a director of recruiting. He'd been director of football operations. He went to Missouri last year um, as the, well, in 21, as the director of recruiting for Eli Drinkwitz, then came back in August as the executive director of On to Victory. And we were talking with him on the on the show yesterday. And, uh, yeah, he was... He said, you know, you can't say it's the most important thing, but you can't say it's not 
the most important thing either. And was uh, I asked him, he wouldn't give me the specifics, but he said they're they're well over halfway to their goal of $30 million for this year. So he feels like Auburn is more than competitive with anybody now as far as NIL is concerned. When you say you're well over $30 million, uh, is that something they're going to be able to raise every year? Or is that just what you uh, have? What a you lot have of that is. No, a lot of that is there. A lot of this is 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 uh, money that's in and then being pledged. They're rolling out this coming Monday all the different platforms, and I, I haven't logged in and looked at them. But I guess they're all going to be sort of based on familiar numbers through Auburn history, from thirty four dollars a month uh, on up. I think he said the the top was like a thousand eighty nine dollars a month. And and they're they're getting significant interest and already getting money coming in on those. So uh, I think they feel pretty good about uh, what what they have set up here um, for at least the near future. Um, John Cohen said he's going to be the one making the hire. Uh, a lot of people laugh and say, "Okay, yeah, right. Uh, you're going to have to, you know, run." Of course, you always have to run it by somebody. How, how, do they say to him, "Okay"? If you can get uh, Lane Kiffin, we'll go to ten million. Or what, is there a number they give you? Like if you get Hugh Freeze, I get, if he's making five, I don't think you have to give him ten. You could give him seven and a half. Uh, it does depend on the right. guy as to how high they will go. Because if that guy's going to say, "Man, I got to compete against Georgia and Alabama," and this is what their guys are making, you don't have to give me exactly that, but I got to be within the ball in the area there. How do they handle what they're going to actually pay somebody? Man, that's a good question. I, I spent a couple of minutes talking with uh, Dr. Roberts yesterday, but I didn't ask him that. That would have been a great question to ask. I wonder, I wonder how he would have answered me there. But uh, um, I think you're right. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, you, you, Q Freeze isn't isn't going to be as expensive as Lane Kiffin, and he's he's more available. He's definitely interested in the job, so I don't think you would have to pay him as much. Uh, I mean, with Dion, is it all about money or what? What? I mean, Dion's worth. Forty, fifty million already right now. I don't know that it's surely going to be his money that would be important for a guy like him. Lane, I think more, and the fact that Mississippi schools can, you know, the state of Mississippi can only guarantee four-year contracts. I think in Alabama it's eight, isn't it? Um, so, so that's a significant difference there. But I do think John. I think John Cohen is expecting it to be his call. I mean, uh, I liked his answer yesterday that he said, you know, as a thirty-five-year-old, he'd have puffed out his chest and said. Yeah, I'm, I'm the man. I'm making the call, and wouldn't have worried about anything. But now, as a 56 year old, he's going to take input from everybody, but it's still going to be his call. And I don't think that he would have. Uh, I don't think he would have come to Auburn if if he hadn't gotten those assurances from uh, from Dr. Roberts. Yep, that. Uh, I think he'll be taking a lot of calls from Jimmy Sexton. Uh, oh, I, I know he, he will. Well, <laughs> well, the first two guys we talked about are both Jimmy's clients. So, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think that uh, there's no doubt about that, and he'd be smart to take them, and I'm sure he will. I think the interesting thing for me is the three people that you named have Mississippi connections. Two of those, right. and another minority at, but who's not, which is, makes it a little bit different. He's fine, but uh, at another place. So, knowing the ins and outs of those guys, you just do because when you're at state, you know a lot about what's going on at Ole Miss. You know you about the personality right. of the coach. You know about the thoughts of the coach. You know about the problems that the coach had, uh, and how they were cleared up or not cleared up. I, I think it's a it's quite unique to see those three guys that you mentioned. Uh, two of them at, a, at the most rival school he could have, and another one in the state. 
Oh, you're you're right, and and three very different personalities as well, and fit. And that's one of the things John Cohen talked about a lot yesterday. You know, calling it the F word and fit, and, and and people you hear that all the time, but it is very important, very important. And just off the, you know, to my eyes, the guy that fits the best at Auburn is probably Hugh Freeze. Uh, yep. yeah, you're probably right. Uh, if you look at all of it and. I would just have a hard time pushing a hundred million dollars. If you win, to, you're going to fit. Yeah, you know, I, you, I you'll fit if you hard, win. He's so silly acting, but he does. He's done a great job to push a hundred million dollars to Lane Kiffin. Just makes me feel dirty. I don't know why he may go down there and be great. <laughs> and he's the exact opposite of what you have oh, here yeah. in Tuscaloosa. You know, you got Nick Saban who's not even on Twitter and doing all the different things, trying to be funny. This kid, this guy's the exact opposite of that, and I don't know, maybe Auburn would like that. We had a caller call in, and I, he said, do you think John Cohen would pick up the phone and call Greg Byrne and say, hey, I'm thinking about hiring Lane Kiffin. What do you think? I don't think there's any way in the world that he can call Greg Byrne and ask his opinion on who he's going to hire uh, here. But just with the Alabama-Auburn rivalry being the same – being the way that it is, that's not going to happen, is it, Bill? I'd be really surprised if that were one of the conversations. Yeah. Now, I do think they're going to keep talking. Sure. You know, he talked about it yesterday that they talk nearly every morning. Yeah, uh, and and they're they're very very close. So, but but no, I don't think you I don't think you get into that when you're talking even with your best friends when you're you know when you're com- competitors like that. Yeah. Um, Cadillac, uh, you know, getting rid of Coach Harson, I think it was kind of spiraling down. He's kind of complete. The, the, what they've done there, not that Cadillac's going to get the job, but it's completely flipped the interest there at Auburn, how people feel about Auburn. People feel great about him. He's done great in the interviews. The team showed a lot of heart. Have you ever seen something flip so fast <laughs> when Harson went out and Cadillac came in as to how the people feel about Auburn right now? No, we're not used to. Obviously, you're not used to seeing things uh, with interim coaches. Haven't seen that since uh, Brother Oliver. Back in uh, back in '98, but but no, this uh, th- th- it was it was something that was uh, really um, it was really interesting to watch on Saturday. I mean, uh, and just listening to you know Cadillac post game and then being there for his press conference Monday, you can see it's it's obvious how much it means to him to have this opportunity. His players love him, and they see how much it means to him, and it means that much. And more to them, and 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 it's and it's great. I mean, to to just see what they did, and I thought they they made a um, they made a few little tweaks, offensively and defensively, that made a difference. And we saw some adjustments that we, for some reason, hadn't seen uh, throughout the season. So they're going to get after it. They're they're really going to. They're not, you know, they're they're, they're not going to win out. I don't think. Uh, but but they will play hard. And I really wonder, you know, how Texas A&M is going to be able to match the intensity that Auburn has. And I'm telling you, this is a tough ticket for Saturday night. Uh, everybody's looking for tickets, trying to be there. They want to show their support for Cadillac and, and for the team for how they played the other night. Uh, does the new coach, I mean, he almost has to keep Cadillac, right? I mean, there's no way around it. Yeah, you can't tell him. I mean, I, I don't think you can, I don't think that can be a stipulation. But I, I think any of the guys we've talked to, and, and anybody, I mean, would would be really hard pressed to not look at 
the reaction that the fan base has had and recruits have had and the team has had and not find a place for Cadillac on the staff. Yeah, that. There would be no, there would be no doubt that it would never, never in this particular case now be an assistant coach at a at a big Power Five school would. You saying Auburn hire yeah, an assistant? Yeah, at Auburn. Would they? Would they? Would, would there be any consideration whatsoever to go to a a a Power Five assistant coach who has his finger on a lot of players? I, I, you know, I, I sure, I sure couldn't say that that, that wouldn't be the possibility, Wimp. But I, I just don't think he's going to be at the top. I don't think he'd be at the top of the list. But I would think there probably be uh, one or maybe more considered, and and just depends on how things go and and uh, and and what what John Cohen feels of how they present their their uh, their idea for the future. I ain't well, got what. Will John Cohen? Will John Cohen have to answer the questions? Well, I wouldn't do it. Of the media, how, how, did, how did this go? Did you who did you offer this job to before you before you decided to hire uh, this guy here? Uh, no, I mean, he probably he may be asked it, but but you don't answer those questions. No, that's that's not yeah, that's not that's not a that's not a question anybody should have to answer. <laughs> I gotta think if I'm Auburn, if I'm looking up here in Tuscaloosa, saying, "Man, that thing has been such a juggernaut." It's vulnerable up there a little bit right now. The fan base is all on the coordinators. The recruits don't look that great. They're, they're struggling a little bit. Uh, now is when we strike. We have got to get it now to get this thing turned. We can maybe close the gap a little bit now because they're struggling a little bit up there. Is that got to be some motivation there for Auburn to get this thing right and get it going now with Alabama showing maybe not as strong as they've been in the past? No, I think you're absolutely right, Barry. I mean, I think – uh, I think the the entire situation that Auburn has right now, I think they they feel like uh, they're going to have people behind whoever the next coach. And now we'll see. It. It's going to depend on who that coach is. But I think the resources, the new football facility that they have, uh, just I think they've got a lot of things going in the right direction. While there may be, you know, there's a question of you know things things don't last forever. So sure, uh, this is an opportunity, and you may not have another opportunity like this. So you'd better make the right choice. Yeah, you know what's amazing to me if I were uh, if I were Nick Saban his staff and looking at this thing, you know, LSU. Somebody was telling me like this time last year they were down to 39 players. Right. Two years ago, Tennessee was a dumpster fire. And those two teams have beaten Alabama uh, this year. So you can get it back pretty fast if you make the right moves, the right hire, get the right quarterback or whatever. You know, you're not really that far away. You would never have told me that LSU, when they were down to those 39 guys, or when Jeremy Pruitt was walking out of uh, Tennessee, that those guys would be beating Alabama uh, two years later. That's got to give everybody hope, even Auburn there. They can look at that right there, and, and give, that gives them hope for the future. Oh, I think everybody, absolutely. Now, in the days of NIL and the transfer portal with players able to move around as freely as they can, absolutely, you get the right Pied Piper or, you know, uh, talent evaluator, uh, you, you've got a great shot of, of turning things around very quickly. Yeah. Wait a minute. Switching streams a little bit. Uh, let me say this in the right way because I don't want it to come out wrong. Uh oh. Uh no, it's not anything bad. I just don't want it to come out wrong. Okay. Uh from what I have gathered from people who have seen them, this Auburn basketball team uh uh is not quite where they need to be. 
it, it needs to improve a great deal to be where they want to be. I hope I'm saying that right. That, that offensively, that. there's no question about that. There's no doubt offensively. Uh, they, they, I mean, they didn't, not only did they not shoot the ball well, they didn't look like they were comfortable doing some things offensively. It's like when to shoot or when to pass, things like that. It's, it's still the chemistry, the cohesion uh, didn't look quite there yet. Wendell Green okay. still... Uh, pulls the trigger a little bit more than you'd like a point guard. Uh, you, you'd, you'd like him to be a little more of a facilitator. They are really, really looking forward to getting Chance Westry back from a knee injury because they feel like he's a guy that can play one, two, or three and take it to the hole a little bit more, and he gives you more size there at the point. I think he's going to be a, a big, big factor, needs to be a big factor for them offensively. They're not going to be a great shooting team. They ought to be better than they were the other night, but that's not the only problem they've got. But I, but they will get after you defensively. Yeah, I do think I said that correctly because I've had some people. Yeah, you know, some, no, you did. Some, some scouts that have seen them, and they, mm-hmm. they're, uh, I guess the best word is to say is they're not there yet. How, t- no. how, how tough are those tickets down there to get, Bill, for games? They're ridiculously tough. I mean, there were exhibition game tickets going for a couple of hundred dollars. I mean, it's uh, it is crazy. Uh, and you would think, I mean, these are these are not even marquee games that we've got going now, uh, and and you just can't you just can't find tickets. Like I said, my the uh, the lottery that we're having to do with my family is 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 ridiculous enough. Yeah. All right, Bill. Great stuff. Everybody's eyes are down there. You know, the timing of trying to get Lane Kiffin, you know. Oh, that's tough. What I'm saying. Do Auburn Auburn fans need to be pulling for Alabama this week? It'd make it easier probably. Yeah, well, you got to get it. That's your number one guy. I don't know where it is or it isn't. You got to get a no or a yes and move on, you know. That is right. But but he's got to finish his deal there. I don't think they'll coach the bowl game unless they're in the final four. So how I just think that signing date being in the transfer portal opening up on after the fifth that just it, to me it's got to speed it all up it's got to happen pretty fast uh, in order to take advantage of all that. Oh, you're right, and I still think I, I still think that the optimal time to uh, have a coach is the beginning of the week after the end of the regular season as you're yeah. heading up into the championship game. Yeah, you got to have it. Done. Bill, Bill, Bill. Uh, guess what? Want you to guess what's that? Uh, Lane Kiffin has Alabama's defensive play sheet. <laughs> it seems like Lane has pretty much everybody's defensive he's play sheet. Their, he's got their defensive play sheet. <laughs> uh, he's got all their calls and all their defensive play sheets to get ready for Saturday's game. And how are they going to stop? And the thing is, how, what's he going to do defensively? He better he better onside kick all the time. I don't know. Alabama's struggling, Bill. Uh, I'm not sure. Tell everybody how they can oh. find you. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun on the drive. Uh, every day, 4 to 6 on ESPN 106.7, uh, online at ESPNAU.com or RadioAlabama.net. Thank you, Bill. You're the best. Thanks, Bill. Great job. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thank you. Uh, so he says the week after the regular season, you got to have a guy at the podium. I agree. Uh, the week on. after the regular season? The guy was going, in other words, the guy who's coaching his last game knows he's going to be the Auburn coach? Well, Joe, help me here. The uh, SEC I'm champion. That well, I'm saying the SEC championship game is December the third. Is that right, Joe? Yes. So I'm going to say that week prior to the third, unless Ole Miss is playing in the championship, Lane Kiffin's got to be having an Auburn shirt on if he's going to Auburn that week. 
Yeah. Now, the, the, during his last game with Mississippi State in the, the Egg next Bowl. week at the Egg Bowl's over on oh. Friday, Saturday, whatever they play that stupid game. Friday. What is that game? Friday. He can't wear one to the Egg Bowl. He can have it under his shirt. And then on the next week, Joe, if he's the coach, he's got to be at the podium, right? We got to get recruiting, right? He has to, yep. He definitely does. And, and, and here's the uh, next problem. Look at all the transfers that he liked at Ole Miss he's going to take with him to Auburn. Ooh. Yeah. So. <laughs> what? You didn't think about that one, did you? <laughs> now, those guys, I don't know. Yeah. Does, does he have staff right now? All right, go work on that game. Transfers, from, uh, transfers from Ole Miss to Auburn. All right, tell me about Bob Prince and Prince Clover and Hayes. <laughs> And Bob Prince, Prince Glover and Hayes can't handle that one. Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. Those transfers to Auburn be a mess. Uh, Bob Prince and his group will do you a great job. They've been very successful. They're honest people. They know the they know the score. They know what's going on. They'll be able to help you through the problems that you have. So give them a call at three, four, five, one, two, three, four. And then if you need to go by, you can certainly go by there and sit down with the staff, and y'all can, they can decide exactly what direction that they need to go. They're great people. They're successful people, and I think you'll be pleased with these people. Three, uh, just give them a call at 345-1234, Prince Glover and Hayes. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. You just tie 100.9 is your home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama women's basketball team opened the season in convincing fashion on Monday. The freshman class showed out in the Alabama men's basketball season opener. Former Crimson Tide standout and current New York Giant Xavier McKinney is going to miss a few weeks due to an ATV accident. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on Skyland southbound near McFarland. It's blocking the left turn lane. You can expect some delays. Some minor congestion on Lurling southbound on the bridge into downtown. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, give me a call. Towns of Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Chronic joint pain has a snowball effect. It's not just the pain. What that did is just make me depressed that I couldn't get back into the gym. And I was inactive, gaining weight. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably cooler today. A good life sunshine, Tuscaloosa's high 73. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 52. And tomorrow we stay dry and mild. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high in the mid-70s at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's do for you what they do for me. Make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. They'll get it ready for the winter. Uh, that way it'll be ready in the spring. 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off your initial pest control service, 866-WAYNES-1. All right, uh, we got an email uh, that in from Nelson uh, to wimpandberry at yahoo.com, and he said, uh, and this could probably go both ways, would the Auburn people feel the same if Bama beats Ole Miss handily this Saturday? And I'll flip it as well. If Ole Miss were to beat Alabama would that even drive the price up more to get Lane Kiffin? Does this game Saturday have any bearing on what Auburn would want to do with Coach Kiffin? In my opinion, it does not. Yeah. You would hope you wouldn't make a selection off of one game. Uh, no. But if he beat Alabama, would that put another million on his contract? Oh, I don't know about that. I, I would I would say it, it won't have any bearing. I mean, they're going to they're gonna offer him what they want to offer him if they want to. If they see that the ten million dollars is going to be the the, the the point to get him, then they'll come up with it. They got it. I gotta think there's a factor there too uh, with the Mississippi laws where you can only have a four year contract. So if I'm him, I if I can get a seven or eight year contract, and it's yeah, there's a factor fully guaranteed. That's got to be a yeah. factor. I mean, you know, he's hot now, but he could go yeah. anything could happen Cold. over there, <laughs> and yeah. you only have a. Of course, guys. Got more money than ever needs, but uh, well, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna increase the, you're gonna increase the season ticket sales, and you're gonna increase everything, your interest and in, uh, nil and everything if you get him because he's the one. My point is, if you don't, um, I think you freeze is a fine, is, is, is a, a decent choice, but if something happens that those two don't, um, the rest of it is, rest of it is. Uh, coaches who you say I don't know, you know, I don't know, I don't know about Dion. I don't know about assistant coaches. I don't know about uh, Pins. I, I don't knows after that. Yeah, I would say if uh, if Kiffin did go to Auburn, if I were Ole Miss, I'd go right to Dion. Uh, you're not going to get the big name there. I'd really take a shot on that and see if I could get him and. Um, you know, would, if you but it, and it, if you end up uh, in a situation where you do have transfers go from one school to another to follow the coach, you have a some way or another. You know they're they're all they're all putting in this new transfer portal thing. If a coach leaves, you have the right to do so and so. I read it all of this morning. I can't even remember it all, but uh, it, it's it's it would be, uh, and that could happen. It could be that could be the starting tackle wants to go with with Lane Kiffin. It could be a absolute big time stink. <laughs> yeah, 
All right, uh, we'll take this break. We'll wrap up the show. If you want to squeeze in one call, 205-342-9904. I've said Lane Kiffin more today than I want to ever say it the rest of my lifetime. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Koneka Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947, and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at konekasausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama soccer is the number one overall seed for the NCAA tournament. Head coach Wes Hart gave thoughts on Alabama's seeding, plus what's ahead on Friday in the first round against Jackson State in Tuscaloosa. You know, like any opponent we've played this year, you know, our, our focus, our emphasis is going to be on us and, and not about our opponents. So, you know, no disrespect respect to, to Jackson State, but it's the same when we played South Carolina or Arkansas or Tennessee or anyone else. You know, our focus is on us. And, you know, we feel that if uh, if we're good at what we do, you know, our press, our hunt, our transition, you know, our movement, our activity off the ball, all of those things that, uh, that we stress, you know, day in and day out, if we're good in those areas, um, I, li- I like our chances Friday. I'll have more in a moment. Koneka Sausage is an Alabama tradition and a fan favorite. Made fresh in evergreen Alabama since 1947, Koneka Sausage is the best-tasting hickory smoked sausage you'll ever put in your mouth. Always great for breakfast, Koneka Sausage is now a tailgate grilling favorite. Pick up some today where you buy groceries. Koneka Sausage, the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Here's more from Coach Hart. Um, you know, obviously we've uh, we've been very good at home. I think it's been you know well over a year since we've lost at home. Um, you know, perfect at home this year. You know, we've had some incredible crowds that, without question, have helped us win a, a couple games that uh, that we won this year. Um, so you know, from a, just from a crowd standpoint and just the environment, it's, it's going to be awesome. Crimson Tide today is brought to you by Connecticut Sausage. Crimson Tide today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on Skyland southbound near McFarland. It's blocking the left turn lane. You could expect some delays. Some minor congestion on Lurling southbound on the bridge into downtown. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with an amazing selection of new and used vehicles, and they will give you top dollar for your trade. Go see them today. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. We're talking more with Mike Brown about this on Friday. But the Black Wednesday, November 23rd, they have a loan sale. So the earlier you get your loan locked in, the better rate you get. It starts at 7 a.m. Uh, the applications will open. So you want to go ahead and get everything started. Every hour, the rates go up just a little bit. So uh, whatever you... Uh, get approved for whether it's auto, uh, personal loan uh, to help you here with the Christmas holidays coming, recreational vehicle. The 23rd of November, mark that down. You can get a great deal there at Alabama One. The sale only lasts for five hours, so it goes, and every hour it goes up a little bit, and we'll have Mike explain that uh, a little more in detail on Friday, but something just to be thinking about right there. Go to www.alabamaone.org for more information 
with that. All right, uh, Dad, uh, it's Al- as Alabama gets preparation for um, this game on Saturday, is this a big game for Alabama as far as just the mental uh, side of it? Do they need to really play well, or could this thing start really start to spiral down more if they go down there and just lay an egg again? I think it's one of the biggest games ever for them. Really, I think it's, I think yeah, I think it really is. I think you've gotten beat by LSU, and people are disappointed in the way you've played, and. And your kids are questioning themselves and everything else a little bit. Their teammates. I think it's a huge game. I think it's a. I think it's a bounce back game if you can win it. Uh, but I think it's a. a you know, a, a game. Uh, if I'm sitting where I'm sitting, are they going to be ready to play? Uh, if I'm the head coach, I'm wanting to know by my assistant to my assistant coaches. You may be darn sure group your group's ready to play. And sometimes you can get that done. Sometimes you can't get it done. Um, you know, sometimes you just you can't. It, it, it just goes south on you. You can't get it back. You, you just can't. Um, mental is mental. And I don't know if it's going that far south or not. Yeah, there are people but, saying uh, this team is what it is. Like, you keep thinking it's going to change. It's just not that good. It, uh, or by Alabama. There's a good team, but not by Alabama standards. Like, you're not going to change this team. 10 games into the season. So we'll see. If they don't play well on Saturday, then at some point we may have to say, yeah, it may be the coaching, but uh, it's it's definitely the talent level. they got to get it upgraded. I, can't, I, you know, I, think you, I, I, don't, I think the hardest part of it when you when you think you're talented is the mental part of it to get them ready to play, Barry, don't you? I mean, crap, yeah. if you, if you, you, And I don't say they hadn't been ready to play. They just made mistakes, and I don't think there's yeah. talent. That, I mean, they lose two one-point games. Everybody's mad. Yeah. All right, that's it for today's show. We're going to get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. Appreciate you, Joe, uh, taking great care of us this morning. We'll get Dad's pick blue plate special tomorrow, so that'll be interesting to see. He's down, man. He was down, uh, uh, Joe. He was down <laughs> when North Carolina went for that on fourth down. And the guy didn't run the onside kick in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.